specs. You scared me there. Yes, Smooch. You know what I'm hearing? That me and you have a stripped live show coming. No way. Yeah, man. November the 10th at the Everyman Broadgate Cinema. What, just me and you or are we talking to someone? Some special guests are going to be there, yeah. Special guests? Do you know what? I think it's The Undertaker. <laughs> what are people? Make sure you're there. See you there. I never ever forget Sir Bobby coming in at half time. We're having a team top. He just got stuck naked in front of us. And was like, all right, boys, just going for a shower. And we're just like, what? They're going, as I've got close to the fans, they're all looking in this direction. And Ollie going to sell showers walking out. <laughs> you didn't check your wing mirrors. You didn't check your mirrors. Wait, that's close. Hello, I'm David Vianic. And I'm Spets Gonzalez. And this is Stripped, brought to you by William Hill. In this show, we talk to celebrity guests as we get nostalgic looking back at retro football shirts that made us fall in love with the game. That's right, our guests pick four shirts to tell the story of their life. Mm -hmm. The first one, the haunted one, the unforgettable one, and the named one. Well, today's guest, boy, big time singer, mm. songwriter, six platinum albums, Whew. and he's up is Jose Mourinho. Ladies and gentlemen, Olimers. Olimers. Welcome. Good on here, fellas. <laughs> welcome. Thank you for having for me. For a show. Good How time, have man. you been? Been good, man. Been good. Really good. Yeah, things good. Life's good. Yeah, I can't complain. Yeah. I'm so, I'm, every time I look at you, because you know we go week soccer aid. Yeah. And I see you play. And I see chunks on the field as well. And I'm like, Ollie, man, is there a way I can play and get, we get chunks off? Oh, that's one of the can't say that. I, I mean, he's, he's, he's my power, but that's one of the worst players I've seen on the pitch. Oh, nice. wow. he's, uh, he's good. He's good. Is he better than me? Come on, Ollie's here. Different position. Where'd you play? Centre back. Yeah, you oh, can't. you see, you can't. You, Chunks has got his own vibe. He's a yeah. centre forward. He's a hold up man. He's got great feet and can find a goal. You, you, you need to come and play centre half then. That's right. So that's where we're leaking goals. Specs, you can't compare Mitrovic and Evra. Why not? They're football players. Nah, yeah, you can't like, compare. Different, different is it, types. The positions, is it? Different yeah. cars. Okay. Nah, yeah, Chunks is great. You know what? He's underrated. He can play. He can is play. It? Yeah, he can play. Good hold up player, I reckon. Good Honestly, hold up player. Great lads. Honestly, in the dressing room with the boys. Great guy, I love his enthusiasm. And you know what, he loves it, he loves football. Mm. So yeah. But one issue I had was that he didn't get to take the penalty. This time I mean, that was, a, that was a sore one. I wasn't there, but it was a sore one. I mean, I, when I watched it, I did think, oh, come on, right, you got to let Chunks he take won the it. penalty. Even in, even in Premier League football, I'm like, you know, sometimes if, if, you've, if you've won the penalty and you're a striker, you want to take it, don't you? Mm. And Chunks at the time, you know, it's soccer aid, it's Upton Park, it's a huge moment. I'm thinking, give it to Chunks. And to be fair, he, again, he can take he can take pens. He's a good player. Who was in goal? Was it David James? Was it who was in goal? I can't remember now. That weren't David James. Weren't it David was um, the rest of the world. I think it was Edwin Van der Sar. Okay. Oof. I mean, that, I mean, you are rating yourself. I mean, a fair play to to Wrighty or Chunks. Mm. Saying, I would. I mean, honestly, I am not stepping up and taking that penalty. I'm like, no, no, no. Give that to I'd give that to someone else. For people watching at home on Twitter and social media, oh, it's just a charity match. Come on, like. You can see in that moment, Chunks wanted it. Mm -hmm. Regardless if it was a charity match or not, he wants that penalty. Mm -hmm. And right, he wanted that penalty. And that's and I don't know the ins and outs. I mean, something obviously went on on the sidelines, but it, it all felt very, I felt very tense at home watching it. I was a bit like, ooh. Knowing it well at half time, it was, at half time, I'm sure there were things said, I'm sure things yeah, happened. But cuffs, little, uh, I don't know, I don't think so. I mean, right, he, right he's on, great. Right. I'm sure they all got on really well yeah, and they spoke about it. I mean, Harry's, Harry Redknapp's the manager, so. I know. From what I heard, it was all Harry. Harry decided who was taking the pen. That was it. They should have a boxing match. 
Because <laughs> everything these days is sorted with a boxing match. It's true exhibition, they call it. Don't you yeah. think? You just put people in the ring and let them have a fight. I think there's many things right now in the world that could be sorted by a boxing match. Would you do it? I wouldn't. I'm saying, like, world issues yeah. could be sorted oh, right, with okay. YouTube boxing. That's true, that's yeah. true. Is there a celebrity boxing match that you'd love to see? Me? Hmm. Boxing fight? Boxing I don't know. Fight. I don't know, actually. I think, I think, to be fair, I mean, these YouTube guys are getting it. I mean, getting it in. Yeah. they're getting the good, some good fights to watch. I mean, I, I'd, 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 I'd get in the ring with someone. Carol Volderman. Yeah. And who was the one from uh, um, uh, with the circles and they put the names up? Oh, I forgot their names. Circles and the names. Oh, and Anne Robinson. Yeah. Well, you, you mean, what, what, you mean yeah, Strictly? Fight who? What are you talking about? The one that does, the, yeah. yeah. Well, what's the show called again? Strictly Come Dancing. We could sling. Oh, and Robinson. <laughs> yeah. When her and Carol Vorderman yeah. have a fight. Yeah. Is that like some weird fantasy you've got? <laughs> I just think for YouTube. Where did you get, where did you pluck this from? <laughs> We're going nostalgic. This is a show where we go nostalgic. And we just. It's the weakest link. The weakest. Oh my God. It's been off TV for years. <laughs> I know, but bring it back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who'd you get in the ring? Anyone. Pick some, pick some. It could be a cut, it could be anyone. You pick someone. Who uh, you wanted to see me fight? Uh, oh, oh you, oh, oh, you in the ring. Come on. Him and Robbie Williams. Me and Robbie? Yeah. Because you're friends. Oh, yeah. That'd be hard, man. Yeah. Yeah, it can't be anyone that I'm really good friends with. That's hard. You've got to get psyched up to like... Yeah, be a good friend. you in a minute. <laughs> and you'd just be like, you would find it hard. And then you just hug. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, thing is, is I, I, I love training, but I actually train boxing. Oh, okay. I, do it, I do it every week now. For the, I've been doing it for the last eight weeks. I really enjoy the training. But it's, it's a whole different level when you're actually someone's genuinely throwing punches at you. It's not. Yeah, I'm, I wear, I wear glasses, so I don't. Yeah, yeah I'm not sure. I think it's an excuse, boy. Who knows? Someone mm, call knows. me out. Come on. Yeah, come someone. On. KSI. <laughs> no, I don't know what weight he fights at, but he. He's a big guy. No, no, no. Give me, give me, like, give me the guy that he fought on his last event. Oh my god! Like, you're, give me you're him. Kind of I'm sweet. I'm sweet. <laughs> that guy was. Yeah, he still wears L plates. You can't no, the one, the one he fought first wasn't he a singer? Swarms. Song? No, but they, they were fighting the first fight in the, the yeah. first round, and it was like there was it was chalk and cheese, wasn't it? I mean, he, he, you know, KSI absolutely battered him. Yeah, yeah give me give me a give me an opponent like that that's pretty easy, I'm happy, yeah. Oh, you know but no, we'll find someone. You've got a movement. People I, I dare you to call you out, I'll be the ref. Yeah. <laughs> no, this I, is... I am messing, I genuinely don't want to fight. I'm, I'm, no, I'm a lover, not a fighter. Lover. I'm a lover, not a fighter. That's right. Now this is stripped, you know, it's a show where we say to to, to, to celebrities like you, if you've got any old football shirts yes. like, that you're not wearing, you could always pass it on to me and Voot, because we mm. we still wear our old tops of festivals and stuff. That's you know, right. It's a, it's a cool yeah. thing now, isn't it? I think. Yeah. I, I used to have so many kits, and and now they're just back in trend. And I wish I wish I kept some of them. Some of them I just threw away. I was like, oh. I need that anymore. I know. I'm like, damn it. Some of them shirts are like a of like vintage now. They're like <sighs> worth some, not worth money, but they're worth something to you. They're yeah. they're like memories. Damn it. Um, but then my old, you know, some of my old shirts wouldn't fit me now. I mean, I bought them when I was like 10 years old. Talking about shirts. The Euros last year was when it really, for me, love seeing people in old England vintage shirts. Mm -hmm. And see, I, I've got the 1990 Gaza one. That's classic, right? Classic. The Umbro 1990. But I did like the different colours they brought out. They did a, did a range last year, didn't they? They did the did a black one, a red one, and they did the old sky blue one. So I did like that. But the one shirt I always struggled to get, and if you go online to try and get it, the Admiral one. 
It's an old one. That someone, one. Get a guy like someone get it for me, please. If you've got it, send it to me. Uh, the Admiral mm. England shirt is one that you really, you can't get it anywhere. And if you can, it's, 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 it's expensive, it. proper. Or maybe Young Classics football shirts, shout out to them who yeah. have provided us with our kits today. Yeah, they're good. Yeah. And I like, the, I like the brand Admiral because it's like three waves yeah. and a guy looking through the hole like that. At the World Cup this year, I'll wear it. I will have an Admiral. I will message you guys. Let's go to the first one. The first okay, one. first shirt. Yeah, that yeah. first shirt that made you fall in love with the game. This is where we always start off. And you have picked the Manchester United 1993 to 95 away shirt. Now I'm a bit shocked, Ollie. You went what? with the away, the, the black. I mean, this, I was looking at this thinking to myself, why this one? This not? is a classic Man United shirt. For, for most United fans, I'd like to think I've picked a, a blinder there. That, Really? That shirt for me was like, I don't know what it about. It was a sharp view cam. It was mm -mm. black. Yep. We had the yellow writing on the back uh, for the numbers. Like but, it was just, but just... only the blue. I mean, the, bl the, the blue on yeah, the, the edges. blue, the navy blue with black. I just don't know. I feel like that's, a, that's an argument on the shirt already. Really? Yeah. It doesn't, you know what I mean? Navy blue and black is, a, black is controversial. It's controversial. But I think it can work. Mm. The, the, the shirt worked for me. That whole period for United was a great time. And that shirt brought back so many memories of me as a kid, me and my bro. Um, growing up, we were like, we, you know, he had Lee Sharp on the back of his shirt. I had Ryan Giggs on the back of mine. I had the duvets. I had the Ryan Giggs duvet set. Oh. We had the right. We had the Manchester United wallpaper. Like anything that was had Manchester United on, and we had everything. And so the kits. Oh man, like that that kit is. I mean, my my parents still had that kit because it was. So iconic. It was our first proper full kit. It weren't just the shirt. You're talking socks, shorts, full kit. the whole kit. Shoulder yeah, shirt. it was a full kit, yeah. So what yeah. was your thought on, obviously, you know, you picked this, the away kit, and Eric Cantona wore this, this uh, same shirt mm. and kicked a, a fan. Yeah, I know. Is that a part of it? I mean, is that why it was... No, no, no of course not. I mean, <laughs> like, what he'd what he done that day, I mean, was, yeah. was like one of the most shocking football moments you're ever going to see. And um, even when I was, I mean, back in the day, we, I remember me and my dad were listening to it on the radio because them, you know, there wasn't a Wednesday night game then. It was like, I think it was like a Tuesday or a Wednesday night game. Um, and I remember hearing it on the radio and my dad was just like, oh, I think Cantona's like been sent off and like, sounds like he's jumped into the crowd with Kung Fu kick or something. And then when you watched it back, you're like, what has happened here? His head's completely gone. But yeah, I mean, you know, he had the collar, didn't he, Cantona? I mean, he, it, at that time, he was our best player. I mean, at that time, he not, I wouldn't say he's our best player, but he was the, 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 the leader of that team. He was the inspiration. He was the guy that would drive us from games. He was the guy that would, I don't know, he just, had that, he just gave us that little va va voom at the time. And he just, he's, his whole persona, and with the collar up and everything, I mean, it, it, the reason I didn't pick the shirt because of that, I mean, that's, a, that's an amazing moment you guys have just remembered. Like, it brings back memories for me. Because we, we missed him then for the whole of that season. Took a, took a, took a gap here. Nine months out of the game. So I remember, he, I remember him coming back at Old Trafford to play against Liverpool and it was like, you know, he was the, the, the Messiah was back, like the man. And our season had really gone a bit iffy, I think. It wasn't great. I don't, think, I don't even think we won the league that year, did we? I don't, I don't think we won the league that year. We didn't win the league because we didn't have Cantona. I think Cantona was, because even me with my football tops, even though I didn't support my United, I definitely put the colours up. Yeah, that was like a, a style. That it was a statement. Statement. It was such an amazing, such a, a it's, it's, and how, oh my god! Mm. So I'm at Soccer Aid, and Canton I was playing, right? <laughs> so before this is, I've just been named captain. Like, can't believe I'm going to be captain at Old Trafford, 
and Eric Cantona's here and he's going to play. And Pele's here, he's like mad. We're at the team hotel and I'm like, I've got to get a photo with Cantona. I'm finding Cantona. And I'm wearing, I'm wearing this Puma top that has a collar. So I went and got a photo with Cantona and he's got his collar up. And when I, look, when I looked back... Your collar's down. Mate, your collar's down. Mate, you didn't even check your mirrors. No. You have to check your mirrors, Ollie, no. man. I'm genuinely... He indicated. But you know when check. people say, what's your biggest life regret? Not getting, not Ollie, having not, my, uh, not having my sh collar up when I'm chatting to Cantona. You know what I would have done? I would, I, I, I promise you, I would have got <laughs> Tipex. Can someone Photoshop that? Yeah, yeah they can. Draw a collar. <laughs> yeah. And then in, then in 20, 30 years time, I completely forget that I ever done that. <laughs> when I had my collar up for Cantona, yeah. everything. Because honestly, that's I, I was mortified. I remember posting on social media and like loads of United fans were like, "Why is your collar not that? Why is your collar not up?" And I was just like. What a man though, Craig Cantona, isn't he? He comes out with these really cryptic statements these yeah. days. I love him. Mm. This is no, no joke. I've met some amazing singers in my lifetime. I, mean, I sung in front of Whitney Houston at the Dorchester in London, right? On X Factor. I'm, I'm stood in front of like, Whitney Houston, right? I've been on stage with Robbie Williams. I've even performed with Sir Paul McCartney, right? I met some huge stars. Mm. When I met Eric Cantona, man. Eric Cantona's bigger than Whitney Houston, you say. I'm telling you, I. I, it was like, ah, oh, that's amazing. This guy is like, he's, when he, I don't know if he's United fans. If Eric Cantona walked in now, I'm telling you, even you two, oh, you course. guys talk for England, you'd be like, oh. Has he got like a certain authority a vibe certain to him? Or authority. It's just like he's a god, man. Like, he's just like a football god. Like, he, I don't know, something about him. He, like, honestly, when I met him, I was so nervous, so starstruck. I was just like, oh. Did you talk much or did you just get the photo and leave? Mate, I got the photo. And just like, sorry, uh, Eric, um, uh, I didn't know what to say, man. Photo, started my words. I couldn't even put it into gear. Like, I was in clutch. I was like, la, 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 la. <laughs> I was just all over the place. And I just, just got the picture left. And then I was just like, oh, my God. Didn't pop my collar. Didn't pop my collar. Didn't pop my collar. Didn't pop my collar, yeah. You've got to pop it. Usher. Usher. Great so anyway, that was probably my biggest life regret, yeah. It happens, man. It Forget happens. everything else. That is, <laughs> that's it. Why United? Because you're an Essex boy. Mm -hmm. Dad. My dad, yeah. It was just following my dad's lead. You know, I, I, there was a moment when, um, there was a, a moment when my uncle was a big influence on me and he was a big Liverpool fan at the time. Ooh. And um, he was trying to persuade me to go to Liverpool, but my dad was huge into United. And, and again, this, and, and people always go to me, oh, but that's because they were the most successful. They actually weren't at the time. When we started supporting United, it was probably around 1990. We weren't even the best team then. I think Sir Alex had just won his first trophy at United. Howard, Howard Wilkinson was the manager of Leeds and Leeds were the best team and Liverpool were still the giants of the 80s and everything in the 90s. And then all of a sudden, as soon as I started supporting United, we went on this like unbelievable, like every, every I used to get the stick all the time, why did you support United at school? And then all of a sudden it became like, oh, like, you know, United were the best team and that was it. And we just won everything. and. I sort of walked around school like, yeah, like puff your chest out, you know. I don't care, wear my Man United shirt underneath my blazer. <laughs> like, I don't care, rock a Man United bag. Like, I didn't care. Ooh, you had I, all the merch. No, I didn't care, man. I genuinely, I absolutely loved it and I didn't care that I was from Essex. And then what made it so amazing is start of the 95, 96 season, balls on the high-fly line, Selhurst Park. Oh, what's David all? Beckham, from, you know, from, from, from South East London, smashed the ball. 100 yards into the back of the net and I'm just stood there going a boy that, a, a lad that speaks like I speak he's a cockney boy 
and he's playing for Manchester United and everyone was a Beckham fan obsessed. Mm. And then my school life became so much easier because then, you know, it wasn't just about having a Manc accent. It was like, well, David Beckham plays for Man United, so I can support Man United. You know, I always get stick all the time, but I've got a season ticket, I go. You know, I've been a Man United fan for, since I was a kid, so, yeah. Brilliant. And my dad used to go to the away games. You know, my dad was always like the Georgie Best era and the Brian Robsons and all that. So he used to go to a lot of the away games because back in the day, for for Essex Reds, they'd call them, like, they'd be able to get in games back then because you just literally turn up first come, first serve. Whereas now it's obviously slightly more complicated than that. You can't do that anymore. But back in the day, my dad used to get on the train, head down to Ipswich or to Norwich or London clubs, and you'd just be able to turn up and get in. Yeah. I was going to say, did you ever get in the sticker books? Yeah, all of them. Yeah, especially the first Premier League ones, the, the Merlin. Merlin Premier League sticker, them, sticker books. Them yeah. books were frustrating, man. I always used to get the same player. Eddie McGoldrick. Every well, time. Yeah. Eddie Koku. McGoldrick. So many little ones. Stuart Nevercott was always a really hard oh, so one. You, you, had the, you had the old sticker book then, way before me. I'm talking like 92, 93. Oh, no, I've yeah. got them all. I, sh I wish, I wish. If, if I'd have had a bit more time to prepare, I would have gone back to Essex and brought them in. They were unreal. I mean, I mean, full. You finished them? Every single one, yeah. What? Did you like swapping with your friends and stuff? In the, it was, it was the thing at school that back then. That costs money, man. That's expensive, though. You know, we're not talking about, it weren't no match attacks and all that stuff. Then Back in the day, it was just like, everyone would come in a little jar of like oh, yeah. stickers and we'd just sit there and just swap, swap, yeah, swap, swap. swap. And you'd just be like, there'd be one kid you've never spoke to for four years at school. Yeah. Mate, you got Eddie McGoldrick? He's like, yeah. I say he's a talk, it? Mate, I've got... Matt, you want some shinies? I've got shinies, man. I've got proper shinies. Like shinies? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what's crazy? You know what? You just reminded me. You know when in school you used to see that kid with a bulging pocket? Mm. And he had all, all, all the, mm. the players. He knew every player he had. Mm. Like, he didn't have to go and check if there's Eddie McGoldrick. He knew. Forget, like, forget, forget the revision your, 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 your yeah. teacher told you to revise for your exam. I could tell you at the time, at that, at that moment in my life, what, what number's 146? I'd be like, that's... Um, Stuart, Stuart never caught Tottenham. You knew each number that you needed. I had a list of numbers. I need these in my, in my, and it was amazing. Great times. I must have, my mum and dad must have spent pounds. I mean, like lots of money on how many sticker out, like sticker books. And my dad used to come home sometimes with like 10 packs. Be like, there you go, son. I'd be like, how good is that feeling though? Sit there and just... Yeah, that's, that's, that's noise, isn't it? <laughs> no, but then the, the, the idea of like, oh my God, I'd sit there for do it all. And then at the end of it, oh, God's sake, Dad, not one of them will, like, Dad would, <laughs> Dad would come in and be like, I'm grateful. Have you found one? Have you, yeah. What did you get? Did you get one? I'm like, no, nah, not one, Dad. You got me 10 packets. Next time, get me 20. Oh, you'd go like, Dad, you put a pressure on. <laughs> no, get impressed. I wasn't that bad. Get impressed, your father. Yeah, we're like, come on, Dad. He's you like, oh. down there. Next time, yeah, when you go in to pick the packets, like, take a couple in the middle, take a couple from <laughs> yeah. the bottom, take a couple of the top. You know, mix it up a bit, Dad. Don't just take the first 10. <laughs> oh, it was so funny. We used to have so much banter back in the day, but yeah. And was, was you play, was you, and you were playing yourself, of course? Yeah, we used to play football, yeah. You was the best in your school, of course. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't say I was the best, <laughs> yeah. but I was all, me and my bro, we, were, we both played together. Mm. My dad always said if, if, if you guys were the, like, my brother used to play a bit like Roy Keane, like really nasty in the tackle, he used to win the ball back, old school kind of midfielder. And then I was the, Bags of pace. I used to be like oh. head head in the sprints, everything at school. You, what player was, was you so like? Quick. Give me a player you was like back in the day. Um Poborski. <laughs> I would say Robbie Keane. What? Yeah. 
Okay. You're a techie. Okay. I had a bit about me. I used to yeah. play. I used to. I have a bit of ability. Yeah. I wasn't a natural out and out goal scorer, but I used to be able to create things and like I'd score a wonder goal. Do you know what I mean? Like I always remember one of them because you you were so influenced back in the day, and I, and I hope kids are today too. But I was so influenced back in the day. I'd watch match of the day. I always remember that goal from from Tony Aboa when he, he like flicks over that guy's head and then he like, he knees it and then volleys it into the top bins. And so like, we'd practice that all day in the training every night I'd practice it. I remember once I was playing against Morden Saints. I scored the best hat trick I've ever scored. <laughs> I was like eight or nine, no, about 10 years old, I think something like that. And we won the game three, two. And I I literally, forward bounced, I flicked it over this lad's head and I've kneed it and I've just volleyed it into the top bins. I mean, valid, the keeper was like, you know, yeah. <laughs> three foot tall, but it went straight in the top bins and I was just like, I've scored the best goal. And I can still to this day cool remember, remember that goal. That's, that's amazing. It's my favourite goal. Yeah. I remember thinking, I've made it. I'm going to be a pro next year. I never made it, but it was just like, yeah, I loved it. Loved, loved playing kids for, I wasn't the best. I mean, I had lots of pace and as I got older, the techers came back into it because I wasn't always the quickest in the end. But you played semi-pro. You didn't, you didn't go pro. No, I went semi-pro. You played semi-pro. Yeah. Whitham Town. Yeah. 12 goals in 13 games. I'll take that. That's not a bad record that's at serious. all. I'll take that. Well, that's serious. I'll take that. It wasn't bad. But I didn't get, I didn't ever make it. I wasn't able to, I wasn't able to push it because there was a guy at the time, Cody McDonald, and he's a friend of mine and he, he was a year or two younger than me and he, um, he ended up playing for pro. He ended up playing for Gillingham, played like top pro football. He went from Whitton Town to Dartford, then no, no Whitton Town to Molden, Molden to Dartford, then left Dartford and went to um, Norwich City, played in the the, cha- the championship at the time. And he was just like unbelievable. And he was in the team at the time with a guy called Kevin Hawes and a couple of other lads that we played with. And they were just better than me. You know, I, I was playing the reserves, I was in and out. I'd come into the first team and play a few games, but didn't quite make it really. And And then, then and then I got some bad injuries and then you know I I just decided that music was where I wanted to be. Really, I was lucky. Really, I just decided to stop playing and then you know it's like at football clubs. You uh, with the boys, you you only socialise out after the game. You go into the bar, don't you? Have a few beers and have a laugh and a chat and then you go out afterwards. And so I missed when I when I got injured. I didn't really miss the playing. Mm. I didn't I I didn't really miss the goals. Or the, I, I really miss the camaraderie and the laugh and the banter and the, and the jokes and the, the stories from the night before. Like, like some of the lads turning up drunk on a match day. You're like, oh, guys, where you been lost? Oh, mate. Oh, I've got to sober up before the game. You know what I mean? And, mm. and then you'd have the chats afterwards. And I missed all that. And then I, you know, that's, that was when I started getting back into it. And then I said to the boys, like, where are we going afterwards? I go to the pub. And that's when I started doing karaoke. And that's how I got into music. Yeah. You got into music, so kind of via football. In Massively, yeah. Football was like, was everything. All the boys where we lived, it was like football, 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 and then it was football, football, pub, football, pub, football, pub every week. Mm. And I hated the pub, so I'd love the football. And then I was like, oh, I can't do football anymore, so I'm gonna have to go to the pub. And so me going to the pub with the boys, because I was like one of the best players or one of the better players. I was like, well, if I can't be scoring the goals, I've got to entertain the boys and feel part of it. So I'll tell you what, I'll just get up and just get the karaoke on and sing songs, have a bit of banter and have a laugh with the lads. It's all part of it, you know? So that's kind of how I got involved. And then that's where it developed from. I just started singing and performing. And then it was funny because I met my manager, Ken. He's a Scottish guy. And he used to, he used to we, we played away at a game and we got battered. And he told me this story recently when I saw him. And he goes, oh, he goes, I remember he came in at, came in at four times and we lost. And he said, I'm, I'm doing a team talk and all I can hear is some 
fucker in the shower singing. <laughs> and he said, it's f***ing you. That's a good accent, by and the way. And he came in and he had a right go at me. I'll never forget it. And when he told me, I went, oh my God, I remember that. And I was in the shower going, oh, and I was like, oh, well, we lost the game, who cares, you know? <laughs> and he battered me. He goes, what, how can you be singing after the game? And then you realise, he didn't realise at the time that he was like, you sing all the time. He said, you used to sing all the time and the, the lads used to always be in the shower having a laugh. And that was just part of me, really. And then I just went into music, yeah. Right, the next shirt is the unforgettable one. The shirt that opens the door to great football moments and standout seasons. And you went for the Manchester United 1999 home shirt. Now, I'm going to put my... Oh, boy. That's, for me, it was, it was heartbreak. Why? Because I'm a Arsenal fan. So in 98, remember, we, we, we had our, our oh, run. Oh, the FA Cup yeah, game. FA Cup and Man United just... just Burkamp. Penalty. Burkamp. Schmeichel. Oh. Do you remember that? Of yep. course. It's one of the first games wow. I watched as a kid. <laughs> that game is mm. such an iconic game. If any football fan is watching this and has not seen it, Google it, watch the highlights or watch the game. You know what? It, it was on TV yeah. during lockdown. They did the 90-minute game. So you could oh, watch the whole that. game again. I never knew that. Oh, my God. I watched it. And the, the ability, both the teams, the... the the players that were on the pitch, the quality of, of, of football was amazing. It was such an atmosphere. And then when obviously Giggs does that goal, I mean, it's so iconic, isn't it? But that, that's that whole season. But the reason I love that shirt is because it just brings back memories of that, of an, um, what an unbelievable season oh. that was. No, it's a, you know what? It is a beautiful shirt. Is that a zip? Yes. I've no. Oh my God. It's when a jacket. the hell? Zip. It's a jacket. Was the it's last a jacket. <laughs> jacket potato? When was the last time you've seen a shirt with a zip? Uh, oof, I'm gonna. Good trail. I can't even. I don't think I've ever on. seen one. I don't think that even happens anymore. We had this little Umbro zip. That's incredible. And it just looked so cool. Like it, it was a great shirt. To be fair, I was gonna pick that one or the Champions League shirt. Cause obviously, that was so iconic. That one as well, with How the red is? and the, the the big badge around the 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 Man United badge. The big thing around it. The emblem around it. This yeah, it was is cool. Heritage United. And the Umbro is written and it's got like a little badge next to it, isn't it? It's got the Umbro logo next to the written Umbro. It's oh, this just, is a great shirt, man. It's great. The colour, the... We, we were at our peak at that point. That, do you that. remember that game? Like, do you remember like the moment when the goal, we those goals go? You know, I never forget, right? So I'm at home mm. and we are watching on ITV. So we're all sat there watching the game and, you know, obviously, as everyone knows, we, we got to like the 90th minute and we're, we're losing. Like with 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 you know one nil down, and I never ever forget this. My mum came down, and I I would like to know if this is. I remember my mum coming down and saying, "I've just seen the, the news on the BBC. Manchester United have lost the Champions League final." And I'm like, "No, we've just scored. We just equalised." My dad went mental, right? And my mum, I was like, "No, no, no, no. wow, he scored." Went mental. Then my dad ran into the kitchen. He was like, got his party getting. My dad always had this special glass, right? His favourite glass to drink when he was watching football. It was a big old, like, double two-pinter glass, right? He's gone in there and he's got his ginger ale, half a bottle of whiskey, bosh, loads of ice, loads of ice, bosh. He's like, we've got another 30 minutes of extra time to go. And he's walked in from the kitchen. He's walked in from the kitchen. He's like, come on. Yeah, he just threw it everywhere, everywhere. We've gone mental. It's a school night. I've got school in the morning. We're like, we are, I'm into bed that night crying. I couldn't believe we'd actually done it. We'd won the treble. Like, it was huge. Oh, it was so weird. It was like I lived every game that goals, season. Man. Oh, it was unbelievable. Like, 
And Solskjaer has won it. That great... Stuck his leg out, That great Clive Tildesley commentary of like, and Solskjaer has won it in the last minute of X or whatever it was. The lion he lose. It was just so iconic. That whole moment. We were so crap in that game. Any United fan will tell you we were awful. Bayern Munich were brilliant. We deserved to lose. Everything was in our favour for that. And that's why I picked that shirt. Because it brings back a memory in my life where we watched every game. Even the semi... I remember meeting Roy Keane, right? So I see Roy at the Old Firm Derby. Like I've come off X Factor. I'm like, oh my God, Roy Keane's here. Again, forget any other celebrity I've met. Like any worldwide pop star it's Roy Keane I've got to go and speak to him That's right. so I met Roy and I was like Roy got chatting to him and, and I went Roy I said oh, I'll never forget that game against Juventus you've got the yellow card you're out the Champions League final you are like everywhere the header he scores the goal we win the game he's like battered Zidane battered Juventus like we've in, we've made to the final. I said, that was the best game I'd ever seen you play for United. And he just cut me down. I was like, what do you think I played? I think I played better games than that. <laughs> and I was just like... Standard. Like, I was just like, yeah, I know you did, but it's a, a special game for me. And he was just like, I played better games than that. That wasn't my best game. I was like, oh my, I've only just met Roy Keane. I think he's going to chin me. So first game, anyway, the Connors down. And now I you've got Roy Keane. down, met Keane. <laughs> Giving him the big old, like, I'm just, you know, so excited to tell him. I just was like, that's got to be one of the best games you've ever played. He was like, oh, I played better games than that. Really I met Roy like loads of times after that. He's still the same. Yeah. Killer. Someone tried to take a selfie with him yeah. at the stadium. Yeah, you can see like, that. Oh. He's like, go away. I asked him as well. I asked him. I asked him for a picture. He said, no, no, not, 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 not right now. I'm glad he came off Instagram because he was, he was killing me. He was so funny. <laughs> He's brilliant, isn't he? Yeah. So anyway, that shirt brings back lots of memories. Yeah. Talking about the 99 thing, I actually done a charity match after I'd done X Factor for um, Sport Relief. And I was in the dressing room with the 99 team. So I had Oli Gunnar Solskjaer, Andy Cole, Dwight York. Um, Sheringham. Jesper Blomqvist. Yeah, Teddy Sheringham's there. Like, it was unreal. Well, the Keno wasn't there. I don't think Scholes was there or Neville or Bex, but there was a lot of the other lads were there. And um, I never, ever forget Sir Bobby coming in at half time because he'd gone out and done, he was doing some, he did a penalty shoot with some of the fans. He came in at half time, we're having a team talk, he just got stark naked in front of us and was like, all right boys, just going for a shower. And we're just like, Sir Bobby Charles. What? Just naked in front of me. Just a little half time shower. Unbelievable. It was just like, you know, like proper lad, like this is Sir Bobby Charlton. He just walked in and was like, all right boys, <laughs> I just going to have a shower. We were, <laughs> we would do that. We I just couldn't stop looking, I was thinking, <laughs> Hello, right, Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> it was just honestly, I had to tell you that story because it, it just that's class for somebody who come up, you know, like all the other boys. Just it was just like, it just blew my mind. Even now, I can remember it like it was yesterday. I just sat there, just thinking, like this is just obviously this is just a normal football team lad. All the lads were together, all the boys, all the football, all your Man United legends. They've all had showers together. Yeah, I've never had a shower with Dwight York, Andy Cole, Teddy Sheringham, Oli Gunnar Solskjaer. Bobby Charles. Did you shower with them? I was just like, I was get me naked now. <laughs> Let me get in that shower. This is amazing. <laughs> I know you think it's, and people might think that's a weird thing to say, but I'm like, this is just unbelievable. I'm mean, never going to have this moment ever again. Yeah. I need to enjoy it. And I did. I was just like, this is unreal. Like, so were you in the shower with all of them? I was in there for about two hours. What, I came you... out literally like... <laughs> <laughs> you know when, when your fingers go all crusty? <laughs> I was just like, I want to go home and tell the boys. Whatever. <laughs> if, this, if my career ends tomorrow, 
I was like, I've got to tell the boys, boys, did you have a, did you have a shower? The 99 Man United team? I did. So, a bit weird, but... We have a little peaks as well, like, just looking. 100%. Yeah, you, have you, have to, to, you have to, you have to. That's the whole like, point. Yeah, yeah, That's the whole point, man. Oh, the, boys, the, the rumours were true. Get <laughs> <laughs> a tape measure out. Well... <laughs> but yeah, like, it was just, for them little moments, for me as a United fan, I'll never, I'll never forget, like, especially Bobby oh, Charlton just walking in and going, just getting, like, he didn't even, t I don't know, it was just mad. It was just like, incredible times, yeah. We talk a lot about full circle <laughs> moments. A lot of our guests yeah. that we've had on the show, yeah. I mean, even ourselves, mm -hmm. you know, you grew up watching a lot of these players. You end up sort of being friends with some people. Yeah. You end up playing with them. It's, it's so amazing. Life can be so amazing, the journeys it can yeah. take. Mate, I, I honestly never thought in my wildest dreams I'd ever... But I got to play at Old Trafford. I just come off X Factor and I'm, I'm playing at Old Trafford with the 99 team. It was like that moment for me was like... I've even sung at Old Trafford. I've, I've been captain England at Soccer Aid at Old Trafford. Like, you know... I'd speak to a lot of my mates about it and they're like, they're like, yeah, he's done some amazing things on it. I'm like, trust me, walking out Old Trafford with my nephew in front of 75,000 people, meeting Pele before the game and just having that moment was probably the best moment, one of the best moments of my, my life. And pe people would think that's mad, but I'm like, nah, that's, that's like a dream of mine. Childhood dreams, I managed to actually do that and not many people have had that opportunity. So I'm like, yeah. Now, of course, you know, you burst into the scene when it comes to X Factor. Yeah. And you met Bob Williams on X Factor, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. But, um, and he's, obviously, he runs Soccer Aid. Mm -hmm. So, explain to me that, because that, that's, that's crazy. How, did he just say to you, Ollie, I want you to come play? Do you know what, it's funny. Yeah. Back in the day, they used to be like, you have to get, it was like an invitation. Mm. Mm. So I remember with the X Factor final and Robbie's come to back to perform with me, we're doing Angels. And, I, and literally, forget, forget record deals, right? Forget anything. Mm. All me and Robbie really spoke about afterwards was like all we talked about was football because this is football. Who does he support? Um, he's United, likes United. Yeah, I think he still supports Port Vale as well and okay. follows them. But I think his sort of Premier League team is United. That's what he told me anyway. I could, I could, uh, <laughs> not, I'm not throwing him under the bus. <laughs> there, but he was like talking to me and he says, "Oh, soccer aid." Like, I was like, "Oh yeah, wow." He said, "We're doing it next year, 2010." So 2009, we're doing it next year. Lovely to be a part of it. And he gave me this like invitation. It's like the golden ticket. Like, Which has them on him. It was like the, cho like the chocolate, you know, Willy Wonka's the chocolate factory. I was like, <laughs> I was like, forget winning the X Factor. I couldn't give a shit now. <laughs> like, I'm on the soccer aid next year. And um, I remember like, there was those of discussions leading up to it that following year that I might not be doing it. I think they had Mark Owen, Paddy McGuinness. There was a couple of other people. And they said, oh, Ollie, we're not sure we can, we can add you to the list. So I met him a message in Robbie going, Robbie, like, What's going on? Like, I want to be a part of the soccer. He was like, leave it with me. And he got me in. Sick. And, um, oh, mate, it was probably one of the best experiences I've ever had. Obviously, Robbie's a good friend of yours. I know you're like almost cousins now. <laughs> and I'm, I'm looking to try and get some gold chocolate bars too. I want to, I want to get an invite to, yeah. the, to, to the game. How, can, can we make that happen? I don't know, to be honest with you. Everyone always asks me. So over the years, I had like Tom Grennan ask me about it. But he's on. And he's on it now. Yeah, and like, it. Loads of other people have asked me about it over the years. And I'm like, guys, just because I'm the captain, I, I have no say in it. Mm. And it actually, it, it really has nothing to do with me. And I actually felt really like, guys, like, stop asking me. Because yeah. it makes, it, you, you, then it's like I'm lying. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, honestly, if I had it my way, I'd be picking like, I'd be really like, I'd go, I'd go and I'd do like six months. I'd be like Gareth Southgate. I'd be going out and watching everyone play at like their local mm. team. So like, is he, I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah. You know, what does he bring to the team? I'd be like proper. Yeah. You know, if I was <laughs> genuinely picking it, but I don't, that's not my thing. I just turn up like everyone else and they go, oh, he's your captain's armband. I'm like, all oh, right, sweet. But it, 
It is great, and I'd love you to come and do That's it. Crazy. And if I can, I'll say, I'll tell them. I'm gonna, I'm gonna hold you to that. We need a centre back. Yeah. I'm gonna hold you to it. Yeah, we'll get onto the pitch. So who are yeah. Who are yeah. <laughs> If we walked up, and it's Vooj. Hey. Well, can I just say you a quick one as well? Going back to the '99 story, right? <laughs> so, again, another these stories just come to my head. So I'm walking. We're in the warm up, mm. and we're walking towards the United fans. And um, I'm, I'm as I'm walking towards United fans, I'm like, they're going. And I'm like, and as I've done that, as I've got close to the fans, they're all looking in this direction. And Ollie going to Solskjaer was walking out. <laughs> you didn't check your wing mirrors. You didn't check your mirrors. Oi, Oi that's class. <laughs> I expected you didn't check that your went, mirrors, Ollie. Oh, I'm running, I'm running, going, I've got like this. Oh. <laughs> and you got to you're stretching in it, you'll be like, hey. oh. <laughs> Hey, <laughs> that's class. That is class. That is. That is the best story we've had. That is the best story we've had. Anyway, I mean, it was so. I just couldn't believe. I thought, uh, I've only walked out old traffic and they were singing. No, uh, never mind. Blah, uh, uh, oh, <laughs> There is a rivalry that mm -hmm. has developed at one of um, these um, games, I've heard, and it's with Jose Mourinho. Oh, me and Jose. Talk us through that. What's happened there? Do you know what? The funny thing was, brilliant guy, by the way. Yeah. Like, I, I, I absolutely, even though he managed United, I, st I still back him to this day. Like, he, I don't care what anyone says. Now, he, everything that he said about that United team now has come, it's come, come out true. true, yeah. And it, he, he, honestly, absolute genius. What a guy, such a lovely guy. And um, it was funny because, uh, during that week, he was honestly banter, brilliant guy to have around, really interesting to work with Jose Mourinho. It was like, wow, Jose's here. And we're in the touchline, and just before the corner got taken, he's like, next time, next time you get the ball, I take you out. I'm like, here, all right, Jose, yeah, shut up, bro. Yeah, no, 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 Ali, next time you get the ball, I take you out. I said, what? Off. What are you talking about? And the ball comes across, comes out, Johnny Wilkes gets it, passes to me. The next thing I know, I'm on my ass. I've looked round. You can see my reaction. I'm like, what the fuck? I look round. He's, he's scowling up the steps. He's laughing at me. And I was like, you know what? You weren't like fair play. He just, he just, he's box office. He just knows what he's doing. And, um, you know, at that, at that time, you know, to big myself up a bit, I was probably one of the best players in the team. And he was just, he was, he was just having a moment. And I just didn't forget it. I come off soccer aid and it was like worldwide news. Oh, that, like yeah. CNN. Yeah. Or like, Ali Mears got, Ali Mears got <laughs> hit last night by Yarzu Mourinho on the pitch, <laughs> on pitch side. Watch this clip. And it was a great moment. And, and you know what? We laughed about it afterwards. And, and to be honest with you, I was just like, again, That's like people, great. like it's funny because there's loads of people on troll online. Mm. I've, I've had three really bad tackles on soccer aid. Uh, one was Jose, which was funny. Yapstan absolutely putting me into Rosehead. And Fabio Cannavaro, I think, still has my ankle on his boot somewhere because he literally takes me out of the game with my ankle. I had to go off afterwards, right? And every, all the fans on all social media are like, yeah, I'd have done that to Murs. Yeah, yeah, can have that. I'm like, but I, I'm like, amazing. Mm. Like, I'm delighted that Yapstan smashed me because I'm a main You're fan. fan, of course. Fabio Cannavaro. He's like, he was the world's best player at that, like a year, a couple of years, he's retired now, but he was, you know, voted one of the world's best centre-halves ever. He's taken me out. I was, if anything, I'm like over the moon. I can't believe this has happened. So it was like, 
you know, all them little moments are just they just they just great memories that I'll never forget. I mean, don't get me wrong, if I mean if I was in hospital afterwards with a broken leg, I probably wouldn't yeah. have said that, but <laughs> some amazing moments that and soccer age brought a lot of that to for me, like special moments, yeah. You did get your revenge though. I mean at um, Loftus Fold. You know what I did actually, and that was that was yeah. a funny thing. And this is what really wound me up at the time, because everyone was slagging him off at United. Uh, you know, we had a weekend, we had two weeks off at National Break and we had the Grenfell Tower. It was a great charity match they put on. Mm -hmm. um, and he wanted to come down. He's, he told, he told Grenville, this is behind the He said, look, I've, I've got the, t I've got, I'm not working. I want to make effort. I want to come down and play. I want to be a part of it. I want to be, do something. And he, he just turned up on winning goal. Like this is Jose Mourinho, the biggest, one of the biggest managers in the world that's ever lived. You know, on his day off, decided to come down and be part of this charity match, which no one knew he was going to be a part of. He just wanted to be there. He wanted to be a part of it. He wanted to make, raise awareness for what we were doing at the time. And it was just amazing, like hats off to him for doing that. And he came down and he, he stood in goal and I was just like, right, you're getting it from me now. I'm going to like, when I get, a, when I get, if I get a chance, you're having it. And then I didn't get a chance for a game and then they were like, we've got penalty shootout. And he was proper in my face. He was proper like, he was giving it all like, where you going to go, master? You bottle it? You bottle? Hmm? You want to bottle it? Hmm? You want to score against me? No. I'm like, He's getting in my head here. But then when he stood in the goal, I was yeah. like, oh, mate, if I put this top bins, you ain't you ain't getting near he it. He dived though, he tried. Yeah, he did. <laughs> he, he's, mate, but I didn't realise that's that's his actual position. If you read I don't know if you read up on it. Is I think it? Mourinho was oh. like a goalkeeper or something, yeah? Yeah. Wow. He's like a proper yeah, goalkeeper. So I'm thinking, whoa. Anyway, I stuck it in the top. And you see me, I'm like, yeah. You see my celebration, I'm like, come on, that's something that goes, like. So again, again, just a great guy, like. You know, gets a gets a bad rep sometimes, Mourinho. I know he says some things that are a bit controversial, and he's he's a legend. But he's, he's you know, he's he's, he's he's when you when you meet someone, when you're talk when you when they talk to a manager straight after a game, that's obviously what you get. You know, if I, most managers or most human beings, if you have just come off a game of football and you've just got battered, you're going to be honest, you know. Mm. But when you actually see them behind all that in an environment where no cameras, it's just you and Jose Mourinho. What an amazing guy to talk to. So. So intellectual about football, so knows so much about it. He studies it, he knows so much. Great guy, great guy. The next one is the haunted one. This Whoop. one, we're gonna breeze through because I know you hate it. Liverpool 0405. They won the Champions League. How was that for you as a Man United fan? One of the greatest games to ever happen. Probably I mean, eclipses the 99 game. You know what? I could have picked any Liverpool shirt, to be honest. Um yeah. the you know, like then winning the Premier League. Istanbul, you know, I think the reason why Istanbul haunts me because I think it rivaled Manchester United. We had that sort of title for many years of like the 99 being like the greatest final ever because of the how, uh, how iconic that moment was. But, you know, you, you have to put your hat off to Liverpool. I mean, it was what a game um, for them to win it, you know, being 3-0 down at half time, coming back to... To free all, then going to the penalty shot, the Jerzy Dudek, kind of forget the save of Shevchenko, which was probably the worst penalty I've ever seen. But like, fair play to like Liverpool at the time. It was it was meant to be, wasn't it? It was in the written in the stars that that final. And just when you hear the stories, actually, since then I've you see Jamie talk about it, uh, Jamie Carragher, and you've you've seen read Steven Gerrard and and book and pe people talk about that moment and, and the changes he made at half time and stuff. Incredible. So yeah, it does haunt me. Anything Liverpool related haunts me. But a lot of my closest friends are Liverpool fans, so I, I, we have a lot of banter and a lot of respect. And um, 
Yeah, yeah. They're, they're, you know, I think it's because of the history between both clubs. Yeah. There's a lot of respect there between both of them. And I never forget going to Anfield. I just, I just um, made a big mistake on the X Factor. I don't know if you guys remember it. Bit of a big, big mistake at the time. I got the deadlock moment wrong on the show. You can watch it online. It's pretty. It's not, not great watch. Uh, it's funny. You'll laugh. You'll laugh. But it wasn't for me at the time. But I remember I went to watch um, Manchester United versus. Liverpool, Ultra, uh, Anfield, and I never forget. I've turned, I've gone into the director's box. I've got director's tickets. I was buzzing. I couldn't believe it. And uh, Kenny Dalglish and Sir Alex Ferguson are there, and um, I can never understand what Kenny Dalglish is saying because his accent's so strong. And he was basically taking the his laugh. He's like, "Hey, you doing X Factor?" And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." And I never forget. I was stood there, and I had my, I had these trousers on, right? They were like this. And I'm, I don't know why they were raised up. And Kenny Dalglish and Salix Ferguson going, hey, you're going to expect them floods, are you? And I just, <laughs> I just stood there. I'm, like, I'm getting absolutely caned <laughs> by Kenny Dalglish and Sir Alex Expecting Ferguson floods. at Old Trafford, uh, at Anfield. Um, and I just remember stood there, <laughs> you expecting floods. Oh. And, um, and I remember just laughing and, uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I, the rivalry between Arsenal and Man United. And, and also as a United fan, when you see, when you saw the great Sir Alex with, you know, the great Sir Kenny and both them at Anfield with the biggest rivalries in football, the biggest rivalry in football, I think, well, one of the biggest, um, to see them together in, in that moment of where, like, I'm a Man United fan, it's like, I hate anything Liverpool. It's like, oh, you can see that there's a lot of respect between two clubs, but... Uh, that's brilliant. Yeah, funny story. You were there just expecting floods in the middle. <laughs> because the way they stood there in the, in the director's box, I was like, all right, so it's great to see you, Sir Alex. I've, I've met Sir Alex a couple of times. Oh, great to see you, Sir Alex and Kenny. Great to see you. We'd, I got on really well with them, actually. And it was just the way that Kenny came me, one about the X Factor, and then obviously looked down at me. He just the way he looked, he went, you expect them floods? <laughs> it was like, <laughs> Legends, man. <laughs> Sorry, anyway. But anyway, any, any Liverpool shirt. Is a bit so what's your, what's your thoughts on Liverpool now? Right now, currently, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Listen, they've had great the last four or five years. They've been nothing short of amazing. You know, great squad, great squad, great manager. I think that maybe they're at that point where it could be that start of that transitional part part of, uh, of the club where they might have one more season with these group of players, but there might be a few changes. Henderson's getting quite old now. Milner's getting quite old. And there's a few of them boys, you know, Salah, even though he's not, he's not old, he's still his early 30s, but I don't know if his heart's in it. I think there's a few, they've got, the, they've bought Nunes, I've got Jota, I think Diaz, that's, that looks like there's going to be the, the next front three they've got. Mm. I'm not sure if Firmino's going to be there much longer either. So I think there's definitely changes that will be made Better there. for you though, now it feels more of a rivalry now, because I mean, <laughs> two, two years ago... I they don't think so. Teams. Listen, we, we, we beat them recently. Yeah, I had one. And, and, and you know what? I'll take it. But, yeah. you know, again, if you go back and watch the game, yeah, they've dominated for large periods of that game. We, we, you know, we rode our luck a lot of the time. And, you know, no doubt when we play Liverpool at Anfield, it's going to be a different story. So, I mean, listen, I was there when they beat us 5-0 at um, Old Trafford last year. It was the, like, the worst hangover. I'd just been out with Joe Hart on a, on a piss-up in Liverpool and got absolutely wasted. And the next morning, I was like so buzzing to watch the May night game. I had a bit of a hangover, but I was like, yeah, come on, this is it. We're going to turn our season around. And then we got, and I just remember Ollie was still the manager then. Oh, mate. It's hard times for me. And they were singing. Times. What was you singing, Mike? What are they singing? On the Will. 
Ollie at the wheel, oh, at yeah. the wheel, Ollie at the wheel. And I was just in tears. Oh, it was the worst hangover I've ever had. The worst, worst game of football I've ever seen. And you know what? Like, you know what? Credit to United fans that day and the Liverpool fans, you know, that even though we were, they were pummeling us and we were getting, you know, the, the fans and the respect, the, even the fans and the, the United fans that stayed, you know, it was great atmosphere, actually. It was a horrible game. The last kit we're going to go into is the named one. It's the one player you would have to have on the back of your shirt. Any shirt. You've gone Cristiano Ronaldo. Gone for 0910 Real Madrid. It's very nice. It's a nice kit. Any shirt. But any shirt you could have with his, his name on the back. Any shirt with Ronaldo CR7. Not not the original. I love the I love Ronaldo the Brazilian Ronaldo. Yeah. But for me in my era of football, my gener my, my generation of growing up, like Ronaldo's the same age as me. Mm -hmm. So I've I've kind of like. A bit like my dad, really. You speak to my dad, it's like there's certain players that, like Brian Robson, was his hero. Mm. But like Brian Robson and my dad are like pretty much the same age, I think, mm. in and around that. So it's like I've watched Ronaldo come to United as a young boy when I was a young boy, and I've seen him grow into the player that he's become. And in in modern day era of my generation of football player, I will be talking about Ronaldo for years and years to come. There's loads of great players like Beckham was a big I was a big Beckham fan. God, I could have had Beckham, but. Just Cristiano, just for the sheer basis of, of what he achieved in football and what he's doing still at the age of years, is just freak, freak of a player. But just unbelievable. Like the, some of the best memories as a Man United fan was even just Ronaldo. When Ronaldo was at Man United originally when he came through, it was just like, wow. Guys brilliant, isn't he? And then I was like, when, but when Ronaldo was king, trust me now, that was the best time on FIFA. I can't remember what FIFA it was, but when 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 Ronaldo, when, when it was the Ronaldo was the Real Madrid Ronaldo team with Bale, Benzema, that whole setup, mate, you were winning FIFA. I'm at who had CR7. Ozil actually, Ozil, Ozil possibly. Yeah. Yeah. You got a signed Ronaldo kit at home. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I got a signed one for my birthday. Um, nice. It's actually funny. The the great story about this quick one is, I won GQ Man of the Year in Germany. As you do in it's Germany. Mad, mad, and Ooh, they asked me yeah. now going back to when. I was over in Germany with my album's early days. Tony Kroos was a huge fan. He used to come to all my gigs. Wow. I know. Baller. It's mad. Baller. So Tony Kroos always messaged me and I actually sung at his wedding. I actually performed at his wedding. Yeah. You sung at Tony Kroos' wedding? And Joe Hart. You're just saying it like it's nothing, man. Yeah, I know, by the way. <laughs> and it is, I've done Darren Fletcher's, uh, Joe Hart and Tony Kroos, right? So I flew, they flew me to Germany to sing at his wedding. Amazing. He's a big fan, like big fan of my music. And I was like, I couldn't believe it. So Tony Kroos, Love you, legend, legend. Love you too. So I'll Tony, so Tony um, came and gave me the, he flew over from Real Madrid on a private plane. To I didn't know this, didn't know this was happening. He flew over to hand me my award at the GQ Man of the Year in Germany, which is like a huge event. He came over on a private plane and did a speech, everything, like gave me the award. It was like, unbelievable, I can't believe it, Tony Crows. So obviously, um, yeah, so we had a contact with Tony and my best mate contacted him and said, would you get, get Oli a signed Ronaldo shirt. And he was like, yeah, so got a Ronaldo signed jersey for my birthday, so. Epic. Yeah. And you know what's really annoys Crazy. me? Crazy. You know what really annoys me? And I've never, ever asked him. He's always said, Oli, anytime you want to come, burn about, come watch me and the boys come. And I'm like, yeah, 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 I'll come. And I'm just, I, I was so busy during that period of my life. I never had a chance to go over. And it kicks me now because I could have gone over and maybe met CR7. And Probably just like, would have, yeah. yeah. And Tony would have been like, come down to the dressing room. And I'd be like, <laughs> so I missed out on that opportunity. But um, but yeah, I mean, amazing memories. And, and even talking about it now, I'm like, 
Mental, it's really. amazing. Although I was with James Arthur uh, at Soccer Aid, and uh, we were t I was telling him these stories, and he was like, well, he said, I'm going to be performing for CR7 soon. And he had had a DM from Cristiano Ronaldo asking him to do a gig for him. No. And I was like, fuck you. <laughs> There's your boxing match. He was like, yep. And I went, I, I was like, prove it. And he showed me his DM on Instagram. No. CR7 messaged him saying, yeah, I want you to perform at something. I don't know what, I don't know if that's happened. It probably has now. Ronaldo was, messaging you just randomly. So as much as I love CR7, he's clearly not a fan of my it's music. Not too late. So. Nah, it's, not too, it's not too late. We'll, we'll, we'll find out. Yeah? yeah? We'll find out. I think I, he'll, he'll message us one day. Well, of course. Like, I will. love Stripped. Can I come on? <laughs> but yeah, of course, man. <laughs> but yeah, any, any shirt, Cristiano, CR7, the man. Oh, man. He's the goat. He really is the goat. And look, by the way, it's not even Messi's the goat. Both of them are goats. They're both the greatest of all time. Mm. They're both mul up multiple there. goats. Unbelievable. Like, they, were, you, were you telling me if you had Pele, Maradona, Zidane, Ronaldo, and Messi all in a room, you, you're turning around and saying only one of them's the goat? They're all yeah, goats. Yeah. They're all farm. like yeah. on a farm somewhere yeah, together, just like we're the best. Of course. Yeah. Any albums coming up? Any tours coming up for yeah. the future? Cause... Yeah. Yeah, because I know there's going to be more football players that are going to ask you to sing at the wedding, and I want to come on Body Pop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, singing, yeah. So, because they're going to be watching now. We've got to get ourselves in. So, when he's doing the singing, you'll be Body Popping of on course, stage. Of course. What can I do? Body Pop as well. We could do just Body Pop with you. Yeah, you just make sure you're in time and in sync. Yeah, like, yeah. don't just like stand can and I just do work it, at yeah. a wedding. I'd rather not. I don't want a Body Pop. I yeah, might just do pop. like, just like service. So, I'm Body Pop by myself. Like topless service. You know when there's topless service? <laughs> with the plates. But you, are you part of my team, or are you if just you want me to there? Be. I, I mean, I don't know. It's cool if you guys there. just like oh, we're, we're, we're part of all these like team. Like, yeah, oh, but yeah. I'm working. Oh, you want to work? But I'm part of the team. Oh, yeah. so you, you bring a work. Have you seen Wedding Crashers? That's what you guys should <laughs> be. Yeah. Oh my god, that'd be a really sick YouTube thing. Yeah. yeah. Crashing wedding. Wedding, no, wedding crashing. That's football a great TikTok wedding. series. Wedding crashing footballers went footballers. Oh, that's mad because they got a guest list. Ah, it don't matter. Just turn up. So the next wedding you do or sing at, of course. We're gonna come and crash it. That'd be a good idea. <laughs> oh, we'll I was it. thinking about that. That's viral right there. I'll get it started. So next time I get a call, which could be, by the way, this might not start for like four or five years, mm. but if I get a call for a wedding as a football player. Us two, just crash it. We'll crash, you guys can crash it. Oh, sick. Well, I mean, tell us a little bit more though about, about the new album and, and the Yeah, so the new out. album's coming out, Marry Me, oh. comes out 2nd of um, December. Um, and then I've got a new tour coming out, which is called the Marami Tour, which is going to be out in April, May next year. Amazing. So that's really cool, exciting. New music, it's nice to be back with new tunes and just excited, man. Like It's been a long couple of years, like a lot, lot going on. So probably the happiest I've felt in my life. Got an amazing fiance, got oh. all my life set up. I just want to get back to the music again, do what I love and um, try and get a few of them football weddings, you know? Oh, dude, you've got plans, Oli. Oli, thanks for coming on, Thank man. You, Listen, I'm your neighbour as well, so if you need any centre-backs, five-a-side, eight-a-side, nine-a-side, 13 a side Do you play in the five-a-side league I'm there? playing Hainault right now. Uh, you want to play in the Loughton the league with Wright in that, right? Yeah. right uh, Mark Wright plays in the Loughton league. Yeah, I played in it. It's decent to be fair. Mark Wright, if you need, I'm, I'm in Epping, so if you need a centre-back with glasses on, sharp you, man. <laughs> you are desperate to get out on soccer. Of course. Right? Oh. You have to you be, must be a, by the way, you must be a player. You couldn't be bigging yourself right, you know. up this much. Right. Play. I, I, I think I'm the best player in my house only by myself. <laughs> <laughs> Ollie, thanks for coming on, man. Thank Legend, you, Ollie, man. man. Thank you to our guys at Classic Pleasure. Football Shirts for the wonderful shirts you've seen today on the show. This has been stripped, brought to you by William Hill. 18 plus, gamble responsibly. <laughs> <laughs>